Welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit with your boy Brandon Jordan. Uh, we here, uh, out here in L.A., man, and with the, uh, this raft of the, uh, of the corona, it's uh, also cold it's, and rainy out here, and it's uh, messing up a lot of stuff on me right now. So just a couple updates before we get started, and I introduce my guests. We, uh, March 19th. Has been canceled, so the show in LA has been canceled, um, and we will that show will be rescheduled, and I will update everybody on that one. Also, I believe April 9th is going to be canceled too, but um, that's not confirmed yet, and I will let everybody know that on the Instagram and also on the podcast coming up about them show dates. So let's just get straight into it. Well. Um, this uh, beautiful young lady I have on the podcast today Hello. is coming from all the way from the H town. Uh, she also has her own podcast, which I'm let her introduce and everything and talk about it. So I want y'all to put your hands together for Jessica Michelle. <laughs> oh man! So how you doing this morning? Uh, I'm good. I'm shocked that I'm awake because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> like, at all, I'm not a morning person. So, like, that's good. <laughs> I've been I've been developing into a morning person. Yeah. You know, getting my days to start earlier. Also, too, I've been, the last couple months, I don't know what's been going on. I've been having a sleeping problem where yeah. I be, I've been tossing and turning and only sleeping like two or three hours. So, mm. I was already, I got up, I've been up since what? 5.30, so Ooh. my day been, been started. Been started, okay. Yeah, and then what's crazy is is that I get up around that time, and I usually don't get in the house on average till about 11, 12 o'clock. So my so day's is long. I, I'm Yours forced to. a little pushback. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I be forced to, man, because doing comedy, you know, I'm already out late, mm-hmm. but uh, when I if I am at home, I just be up. And, and be sitting there, be trying to do some work, mm-hmm. or uh, sitting there doing nothing, just being lazy. <laughs> but uh, but tell me about yourself, man. What, uh, tell me about the podcast. Okay, so I uh, have a podcast. It's called Sip and Spill. Um, so basically, what we do on there um, is sip, sip and spill, basically. Um, we drink a different wine every episode. Um, I talk about wine a little bit because I like wine. So I'll let you know what kind of wine it is, you know, what you compare it with, you know, stuff like that. Like little facts, you know, how it tastes, how much alcohol is in it, you know. And then we just talk about different um, social, I think social and dating issues. Okay. A lot of topics that people can relate to. Okay. I uh, I did catch a couple clips, uh, uh, I guess it was the last episode, with one of my favorite people. The... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the talented and beautiful uh, <laughs> Nelly Tiger. That actually, yeah, that was my first. That was my first edition, and I met her through one of our mutual friends. We have a, a, a mutual friend. He's real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he introduced us, and her birthday is like two days before mine, so we had a birthday party. He ended up doing us a birthday party together. Okay. So ever since then, we've been cool, and I was starting my show, and I was like, I want to have a first episode, like a really good first episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of like an attention grabber. You know. So I was like, okay. Um, it grabbed my attention. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to her about it. She was like, yeah, I've ne- she never done no real, like, just straight up interview. You know, mm-hmm. like, ask her as many questions, 
you know, or whatever. She was like, so that was her first one too. So I think it went well. Okay. So, how, um, you know, we have a little connection, a little connection, because I know it still is not going to be the exact same when I tell you. Yeah. But I used to live in Texas. Oh, okay, okay. I used to live in Texas. Texas is actually my um, probably my favorite state. Yeah. Yeah, it is my favorite state. But I used to live in Dallas. Oh. That's the little disconnect. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's the little disconnect because <laughs> because for me, I love Dallas. Like I like Dallas. Like I can't wait to move back. Like yeah. I can't wait to move back. I loved it. It was. What's so crazy is when I uh, got asked to move there. I was hesitant. I was like, I don't want to move to damn yeah, Texas. I'm yeah. like, I never thought about it in my life. But it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But I have traveled to Houston. Okay. Not the biggest fan. Really? Uh, it's, I really feel like it's either or. But I For will, everybody, though. What a lot of people tell me is, is, that, uh, is that if you travel to Houston first before you go to Dallas, Typically, people end up liking the, whichever one they went to first. First, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Whichever one you experience first is usually the first one that you experience. That's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> so, but yeah, I loved it, man. And I, I can't wait to move back. L.A. is cool. It has its ups and downs. It has its perks, but nothing better to me than Texas. Yeah. Especially the women. Oh, man. The women. Texas, <laughs> Texas got some of the best women. Yes, we do. In the land. Definitely do. But how is it? So, with the... Uh, you know, with everything that's going on right now, how is it in, in Texas, you know, because I know how it is here. Like, it's... With what all with the With the corona and the, uh, the, the travel and everything. Think, I don't think it's really a... I don't know. I haven't heard too many people have it. Like, a few people, but not nothing serious like, like how it is here. So, I don't think everybody really just... We staying aware, but we not really, like, being too... Proactive, I guess. Nah, because like for example, like it's just normal life. Like for example, like the Trader Joe's that's right here, this cross that's across from us, just opened. What's this? Forty minutes ago, mm-hmm. I walked in there when it opened at it opened at eight o'clock. I walked in at eight twenty. You would have thought Thanksgiving is tomorrow. The way the lines is packed up in there, you can't buy no water. You can't buy no toilet paper. People is is buying stacking up like the world literally is about to be shut down for months. That's how people act. Extra, I feel it's like it's extra. So extra. Like last night, I went to last night before I went home. I stopped at the grocery store, and when I went to the grocery store, I was never seeing the grocery store this packed. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying at eleven o'clock at night, walked in, you got people with carts full of bananas. You know. You literally like it's literally it was probably like maybe four cases of water left in the whole store. All I came there to do was to buy some <laughs> chips and buy some chips. That's it. And so I'm standing in line, and the lady was like, "She was I, she." I'm just talking to. Her. I'm like, "This is just crazy to me. This is just something like out of a movie." Yeah. And she just like, uh, "So did you stack up?" I said, "Nah, I ain't really stack up no water. This and that." She said, "So what you gonna do?" If you if it, if it runs out of water, what you gonna drink? I said juice. <laughs> <laughs> or I buy juice me stuff. or give me a filter and it's, it's water at the crib. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. I ain't drinking that water straight up. <laughs> L A water now. Nah, you can't. I ain't you drinking can't. that water straight now. Nah. Mental note. Yeah, California water. Don't <laughs> don't drink it straight out the faucet. If you ain't got a nah. yeah, if you ain't got a filter on it, yeah, you you trying to you got a death sentence. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, that, right, this water right. is, is not that good, though. I do think everybody's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just with the media, the media is so persuasive. And, you know, everybody's always on their phones and stuff. So, I feel like they really like milking it. Especially <laughs> get on. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what to believe at this point. <laughs> so, I just keep staying, keep doing my part, washing my hands, you know, staying, my arrogance, staying clean. And what's, what's so funny about the washing the hands, though, is I don't, I don't think it's like a, it's not a mental thing where I'm telling myself, I got to wash my hands, I got to wash my hands. But now I didn't find myself just all the time now with a hand sanitizer. Just right. every single thing I do. If I touch right. a, if I touch a piece of paper with a hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. if I give somebody a hook with a hand sanitizer, it just now it's just an automatic thing yeah. because it seems like now they didn't program that yeah, into you yeah, yeah. to be uh, to be cautious on yeah. that. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a good thing. Yeah. So but you it's also causing it like OCD and shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is like shit. I need hand sanitizer every time I do something. Every time I touch something. <laughs> so do you want to you want to get in on this? Hey, Come on, slide on over. To introduce yourself. What's good, child? It's your boy Mo Winfrey, aka Winfrey Optics on Instagram and all other social media. Okay. So, so tell me about yourself. Well, I'm a photographer. Okay. Out of Memphis, Tennessee. I used to live in Memphis too. Ah, uh, for real? Yeah. Everywhere. I used to live Boy, in Memphis. Traveling. White Haven. Ooh. Well, nah, Shelby Drive. <laughs> I say, you, was, you was pretty much in, in Mississippi if you, if you were out there. Uh, yeah, I live Yeah, I live right. I live in White Haven and I used to go to South Haven to go eat, go to the movies and everything. Yeah. So, I'm, in, I'm in East Memphis. That's where you live? That's where you live now? Yeah. Okay. So, but I travel like all the time. Like, we've been to Atlanta probably twice this month already. Uh, going to Houston in like two weeks. Okay. Like, so, what type of um? So, what all type of uh, things that you uh you are right. a photographer for? Pretty much everything. Um, I do glamour. That's what I'm known for. Um. And then, you know, beauty portraits, family, family portraits, weddings. Okay. You know, events, anything like that. Uh, videos. Uh, I also do graphic design as well. So I make folks flyers and, and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. So, it's one thing I want I, I wanted to get into, and it was actually something that I heard off a clip from your, from, from your podcast. What happened? When you asked Nelly about uh, why did she get into porn, and then it kind of drifted off into, I guess, you used to dance, uh-huh. <laughs> and how y'all talking, you was talking about how uh, when you started dancing, your father <laughs> said he was going to come to that club and snatch you off that stage, and you said, man, you're going to mess around and get something about that security or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, now for me, number one, I don't knock the person for doing anything, you know what I'm saying? What you want to do with your life, you do it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying, and, and it be, you know what I'm saying, don't do what you, you know what I'm saying, do to make you feel good about yourself and what you want to do, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying, for your life. Um, but 
for a guy thinking, for, for me thinking as, you know, I don't have kids yet, but I do. But thinking as my little girl, if you was my little girl, now nah, the security going to have some bullet holes put into them. Yeah, but I'm not a little girl. So, no, this is what I, <laughs> what I want to get into is, is it was that ever a, was that ever a factor when you decided to do that? Mm-mm. Putting your, your father's feelings into Mm-mm. it at all? Mm-mm. No, nobody was factored into that decision. It was my decision. That's why that's why I feel like it shouldn't be a big deal to my dad. Me and my dad are actually really close. Mm-hmm. And I was when I said that um that situation happened, I was well off into dancing. Like I haven't danced for a yeah. while. So um I don't know. I never really had like I guess I would say since my, my late teens, I was really like supportive of myself. Like so my dad would be there like emotionally and stuff like that but not physically like i wouldn't see him or stuff mm-hmm. like that so i don't know when you don't see a person i feel like you they're kind of not really factored into what you're doing at that time you know yeah. so i mean my 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 mom didn't have a problem with it other family members didn't have a problem with it simply because you know and i'm adult if that's what i choose to do mm-hmm. that's what they gonna rock with so so how so how would you feel if that, if that was if that was your little girl? You walked, you said you and your homies one day, you, man, we about to go to the club, man. But my dad man. doesn't go to the strip club. No, I'm no, I'm giving him a scenario. You your boys going to the club, you go up in there, about to have a good time, man. You pull out the ones, and next thing you know, you throwing ones, and you like, hold on, <laughs> this is my little baby girl. But it wasn't a secret. It never was a secret. No, I ain't calling it a secret. <laughs> I ain't saying a secret. But I'm just asking, how would you feel? Uh, I would be disturbed. Okay, but there's uh, nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. But just understand that you can't like. I feel like, and that's not the place to to address me about it. Either. I feel like mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I feel like the people that know that that's your daughter. That's that's the more disturbing part. Yeah. Um, just because I'm like, I know you dance, but y'all know this shit, and y'all coming to see her. <laughs> but what about, right. but what about the stuff that, what about the stuff that parents do? Like, you know? Yeah. Parents. You got to mind them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. my parents did stuff, and I'm pretty sure that they didn't want nobody to know, or stuff like, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, I'm your child. Yeah. I rock with you. You rock with me. I feel <laughs> we gonna you. Get through it. <laughs> I feel you, man. Um, so one of the topics that I want I wanted to get into today is we talk a lot on this podcast about different things from dating, um, you know, relationships, um, current topics, all type of stuff, crazy things that I got mm-hmm. off the top of my head. That's uh, that's why I say you. That's why it's called that. So if if I say something off that sound crazy, don't don't blame me. You right. blame my city because that's who raised me. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> so I wanted to ask. Well, first, a lot. One of the topics that I, that um, I talk to a lot of with my friends about is we talk when we talking about like Instagram is. The thirst trap. <laughs> and we feel like it's more of the thirst trapping for dudes, you know, saying out there more than ever now. Yeah. I agree. Being 
uh, someone that sometimes put them images out. Does that come? Does that come as a mindset to do it on purpose, or is it just something that just happens? I think it's a little of both. Like you know, your you know you find like you know when you post that what you know what people are gonna say and what people are gonna think, but you know mm-hmm. you can always keep it cute as mm-hmm. well, you know. So that's how I feel about it. Okay, because because uh, with that like. Do you, uh, how, you know, a lot of girls say, well, I don't even check my DMs. I don't, you know, uh, don't even, I don't know what's the point of even, you know, responding, this and this. But it's kind of like, if you put them that, that, uh, that type of image out, you kind of, kind of expect, you know, yeah. saying to have that type of attention. Mm-hmm. So like, what's like, is it some, like, what's some of the craziest stuff you've seen in your DMs? Oh my gosh. So much. It's it's so much. Like, a lot of, shit. Like a lot of <laughs> and a lot, honestly, it's a lot of people talking to themselves. Like, and I and I don't want to sound like a bitch. Like, I don't read or respond to certain DMs. But some people, like, some people from other countries that don't even know how to spell something, just trying to say like it's weird. Me with me being a photographer, yeah. shooting shooting those type of pictures, bro. I see. Small sliver of what they see, like, bro, they get so much, and I can get a lot of it's shit. Uh-huh. That's how I know they got a lot of shit. I'm like, bro, I be having a whole bunch of weird requests yes. and shit like this. Like what? Just, I have so, never, I've never had weird requests before. I've seen I've people ask for like pictures of folks' ankles and shit, pictures of folks' feet, like, um, like requests of like different type of uh, outfits and shit. For them to like personally FaceTime on and shit like they're paying them such and such to do bread. I'm talking about whole I don't bunch see of shit. How, I don't know. I just seen a whole bunch of shit. Thirst trapping is real. Like, like once you trap, you trap. It sound like <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> that's crazy, right? Yeah. That's extreme. Yeah, that's yeah, over you pick. I gotta see some of these DMs. <laughs> I gotta see this shit. Like, it, it make you not even want to jump in folks' DMs. It's like, you got all this shit. I wouldn't want to go like, on my You got a lot too. going on already. Exactly. <laughs> you can handle it. So, uh, are you are, are you are you dating right now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, had, like, you had to think about it for a second. Yeah, So, how long y'all been dating? Um... Not that long. So, was it a period of time where you kind of like fell back from dating? Mm. Or you always been consistent with it? I think I've, I think I've been consistent with it for a while. Like, kind of like on and off. Not like consistently dating, but you know, like dating here and then maybe chill for a little bit, then dating there. Because what, what I'm trying to start doing in my life and when this is one of the things that um, we were actually talking in a group text mm-hmm. um, recently, is like, do you ever pay attention to your dating patterns? Mm-hmm. I had to like start. Like your positive at, and your negative. At, at first I wasn't. But then when doing the same shit, you know, start happening over and over, you got to kind of start thinking like, okay, especially if you want to do something different or want a different person, you got to start reflecting. <laughs> no, 
Yeah, because my, my dating patterns is horrible. Yeah. And that's why my ass single not. <laughs> my shit is horrible. Why, though? I, because it's like when I realize, when I when I realize something, okay, I'd be like, okay, well, I see what I did wrong there. Or I see what the situation was there. I tell myself, okay, I learned from it. And then next thing I know, I end up doing the same thing again. And I be trying to tell myself the same thing. Okay, yeah. I learned from it. Yeah. Do this different. Yeah. End up doing the but same you, thing. You're not asking why you did it, though. Exactly. That's when you get yeah. to that bottom thing. Then you can figure everything else out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's when you, especially when you be like, when you be, uh, be like, damn, I want to go to the movies today. I ain't got nobody to go with. Mm-hmm. You be like, damn, I need to re- need to rearrange my uh, my whole uh, situation and my right. whole thought process. Yeah. Like what's like uh like what's something you feel like some of your positive dating patterns that you had. That you that you have or qualities while you're in myself in yourself. Um, I think I'm caring. I think I'm really giving. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm a good listener when it counts. <laughs> when it when I'm mad, of course I don't I don't want to listen. But um, I think I'm a good listener. I think I'm compassionate, and I mm. think I'm supportive. Okay. What about you? My positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna support you no matter what, uh, and like any 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 good thing you do, I'm gonna tell you I'm proud of you. Uh, be there financially if I can. Uh, I'm a good listener. I tend to I tend to listen a lot. Uh, and I'll be able to give you my opinion. Uh, hopefully, I can teach you some things. Uh, and yeah. That's it. What about mm-hmm. you? Me is being attentive, being a good, um, being a good listener. I can be a good listener. Listen. Yeah, I can be a good listener. There's a lot of times where I'm listening, I might not follow what I'm listening. Yeah, but you listen. But I listen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just <laughs> but I listen. Set in. Right. right. But I listen. <laughs> um, I'm always some number one. I always I I am somebody that that cares. Um, and that even goes extending within dating. That's even with my friends. That's good. That's you know, good. I even try to. You know, I I look out for my friends as much as I can, and I feel like that's one of the biggest. That's one of my best qualities. Yeah. Is is being there for people is being there for someone. You know, uh good or bad. Yeah. Now one of the hardest things to do is to look at and talk about the negatives of some stuff that you might do. And I know for me, yeah, it's a little hard to miss some stuff sometimes. <laughs> that I can be irritating. Yeah. Uh I can be distant. And I can be distant. I can go like now. It's a couple people I talk to. It's somebody I talk to. I probably haven't talked to her in a week, and it's not because. But, why? but it's it's not because that I just choose not to. Is that I let life, you know, take. Oh, okay. I let life, you know. I get, you know, like I said, my days is long, so I go all day, and then it'd be twelve one o'clock. I'd be like, damn, I ain't even talked to such and such. Do you feel like that's because you haven't found the right person? That's part of it. Is that also that's part of it? Is that when it's someone that's 
someone that you might like, but it's not someone that you, you know, like, like, like. Mm-hmm. you know, someone right. that, that you like, like, you don't put, you, you don't put the same mental effort, I believe, you know, that you would if it's somebody that, you know, saying that, you know, that gives you that wow factor. Yeah, like they cool. I can talk to them here and there, but it's not nothing like serious. Nah, when you, when they feel weird, when you don't speak to them for a couple of hours, <laughs> I'm like, hold on. <laughs> why, why her name may pop up in my phone yet? Like, or are you good? <laughs> hey, what, what you doing? Like, or you just hit them up. And you had nothing to talk about. You yeah. just hit them up just to hit them up. That's right. you ain't you ain't there yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet. That's okay though. Like, yeah, you that's ain't cool. gotta be there yet. That's there yet. But it still is like <laughs> <It's> dead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still like I feel because if, if I if I have kind of chosen to give this person some attention. I still feel after some time, like, dang, you know, I feel bad. You know, yeah, I haven't yeah. talked to this person. Yeah. And then especially if they're trying to make an effort right. and I haven't given no effort back, is it really made me feel like, dang, you know, I'm trying to give this person, I'm giving this person, you know, a chance and trying to get to know them and stuff like that. But I feel bad because I can't, I'm not Why putting the same effort in. with them about it? Because what happens is, and this might sound messed up, is because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where, like, they, I might pick up, might might be right now, but I might pick up, but I don't want to put that out there okay. and then mess up the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now if I mess up the situation, then I'll never know what could happen in the future. And that's and I think that's one of the, the problems with, with dating is that, you know, that sounds, that's selfish as hell. And I think that's one of the problems with dating now too is that so many people is out just for themselves and don't think about the other person's feelings that much. Yeah. To where that's exactly we, what it we, is. we in the climate that we is in. I agree. That is. Yeah, I don't understand when people can go from like relationship to relationship. Like that, being in a relationship with dating somebody, that takes a lot of energy. And like, mm-hmm. like. Because people are selfish. People are just looking for what they want out yeah. of the person. And when they don't get it, they just go find it for the next person. Go find it for the next person. So what's the longest relationship you've ever been in? Uh, mine was, I think it was more than three, maybe four. Yeah, four. Four years. Four years? Yeah. What was y'all doing for four years? I, I honestly... It was the most toxic relationship I was ever in. I swear, I swear to God, it was so toxic. How did it last four I know, years? I think, I, I think because I was younger, so I feel like it lasted long because I was younger. You know, when you're when you're younger, I feel like you just latch on to what you know. As you know, how you because I was seventeen and I mm-hmm. progressed into my twenties, so I feel like I knew this person. I didn't want to, you know, like. Go explore, but after that failed, I had no choice, and I and I'm like, why didn't start sooner? You know, I think just being in high school and having that person that you like, you know, you want to hold on to them. So let me ask you this though: Was it all of that, or was it just the sex was just good? No, it was both. I felt like we were good friends. <laughs> we were good friends. We 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 did we did a lot of stuff together. Like we were close, but it was toxic. Like we used to fight, like fight all the time. Like it was bad. 
but I don't know why I was there that long. I can't even, maybe because I'm older now and I look back, but mm-hmm. I have no idea why I stayed that long. I really wasted my time. So what was a long relationship for you? A year and a half. Okay, that's a little bit more. <laughs> you know, four years is a long time. Four years is definitely a long time. Yeah. Like he really, he really got to be invested in that person. Like in more. I mean, it wasn't like four straight on, never off. Of course, it was. It had its little offs, but before, yeah, before his. Like nigga, I can't stand you. Yeah, it literally was. That's why I, I said it was toxic. Because it, it it was literally back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, because it's one thing to have arguments and shit like that, but when when they get to being violent and shit like that, yeah, that, that ain't good. Uh, one of my uh, nep- one of my nephews is uh, getting ready to uh, graduate from uh, high school this year, mm-hmm. right? And so this is not my like biological nephew, you know. This is one of my friends' kids. Uh, that's uh, you know, I've been we've been friends for a long time. And so we were talking the other day, and he was just telling me he's like, yeah, I can't wait. You know, he's getting ready to be eighteen. Uh, yeah, I'm soon. To, he said, you know, he's not going to college, but he got a plan to do this and this. But in a couple years, he gonna have to get ready to get up out my house. Mm. You know. And I'm talking to my friend. I'm telling him, like, why are you pushing the kid, you know, say out yeah, the house that quick? Yeah. And because I remember when I was 18, 19, and I was in that that mindset of I just want to live by my own rules. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I remember I had moved out of my mama's house on my own and got a, got a uh, roommate situation with my best friend to today. And that was the worst decision I ever made in my life. I was like, I gotta pay bills. Yeah, what? <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta pay rent. I gotta do this, and that lasted probably about three months. And I ended up moving right back home to with my mama. And you know, and and so I was just telling him, I said, it's one thing if he, you know, wants to make the decision of his own, but I feel like he shouldn't have to force him out. Right, right, right. But what I find is, is that it's, it's like a lot of. Black, it seemed like a lot of black families, it seemed like where the black community seemed like forces the kids to grow up faster than a lot of other communities. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so I'm just telling him, I'm like, man, just let the kid, you know, find itself a little bit, you know, develop as an adult before, you know, you're trying to push them out there in the manhood. I know you want, you know, your, your, you know, your little freedom that you, you feel like you, you want to have in your own household, you want to be to walk around naked with your wife and this. I understand all that. Right. But this is your child. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got to, he, he far from, he just finished one stage. He got a whole another stage of development. Right, right, right. And I'm telling him, I said, you don't remember when you was that age. I said, yeah, your situation is a little different. You know, you went off and went to the service and everything. And, you know, you developed that way. But help your son develop in the way that he's trying to develop. Because he's not a bad kid at all. Yeah. And I just don't understand why it's in the black community, you know, say want to force us, force the kids, everything to get out there faster. I have no idea why. Why is it like that? I don't know. And then it's like, 
they compl- I feel like our parents complained about their parents doing it, but then y'all backdoor and do it. It's just like it's weird. It's like nobody's breaking no, no cycle. Everybody's just going with the flow, and I feel like that's what parents need to do as parents. Like get you know, make sure your child has the opportunity to actually grow and get to know the things that you didn't get to know, you know, stuff like that so that they could be better and then their kids could be better. Like, you're doing the same thing as your parents doing, you're going to get, you know. So what age was you when you officially moved out on your own? Oh, Lord. Uh, Like the first time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I moved out of my mom's house when I was like 17. But then I feel like I got my own place when I was maybe like 18, 19. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's just my mom. I don't know. I'm the last child. So I feel like I'm I'm just my senior year in high school. I feel like she just felt like she was just done. Like she just wanted a break. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's going through her own personal things. I don't know. I'm a teenager. I ain't really. I'm not really into my mom like that to see, you know, what she going through personally. But, um, yeah, so I ended up moving out with my older sister, but me and her don't get along, so that didn't last long at all. So I ended up moving with one of my friends, and I stayed with her for, like, a few months, and then we ended up getting an apartment together. So it happened kind of fast, but I was co- I was okay with it, maybe because I, I had, I kind of felt like I had no choice. Mm-hmm. So I kind of adjusted and, like, molded with it, but... Yeah, I feel like it was way too soon. And I feel like I made a lot of mistakes, unnecessary mistakes. <laughs> and I feel um, like I would tell my mom what I'm about to do and she know it's wrong. And she'll be like, okay. And I'm just like, after I do uh, it, I'll be like, and I sat on the phone and told you that. Why you didn't say, you know, like that was wrong. I don't know. Parents are weird. <laughs> so I remember when I, so when my first, like I said, when I first moved out, moved out with my, my best friend and roommate situation. Literally, it was three months. Uh, moved, you know, saying he moved back with my uncle. I moved back with my mama. You know, and that was it. It was probably about another year passed. Another year passed, and I ended up back. You know, saying moving into my own apartment. Worst apartment <laughs> I ever had in my life. Worst apartment. I lived in this big. Uh, tower of apartment building in Detroit for I think I paid $350 a month all utilities paid that might sound good yeah yeah but it was a student huh people waiting on you to open oh they gonna be waiting (laughs) (laughs) I stayed in the studio apartment that was probably about 300 square feet it's probably about as big it's probably about as big as I got now you know here in LA the difference is I paid $1,300 a month out here versus <laughs> the, the 300 some dollars right. I paid in Detroit. It, uh, the apartment was, was terrible. It was, I had mice, roaches, oh like, literally, like literally, like the apartment was terrible, it, but it was the all I could afford at the time. And it was, this is how bad it was. Like literally, like I could be in my bed. And you can hear or see mice running around the apartment. Like, every morning. Like, I used to have to leave, like, traps down every morning, like, picking a trap up, throwing it away, you know what I'm saying, and having to uh, take it out to the trash. Wow. Like, you can literally, like, look out the window 
and look on the ground, and you will see like the mice and rats and stuff running around, oh running around in the in the empty yard next to it. But the crazy thing about it is, is that as bad as it was, I appreciate going through yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate going through it because it makes me not. Makes me like, nah, I ain't never going back to that. Right, right. It makes right. me work harder and not go back. That's the only thing that I do say for myself and a lot of some of my other friends that I see that have, you know, left the house earlier, is that the push of not wanting to go back to the the beginnings that we didn't have makes us work harder. Yep, you know, what I'm saying I agree. as our older, mm-hmm. as our older age. So. How, but how do you feel, uh, Winfrey, about, um, you know what I'm saying, leaving the house early? Like, what, what was, when did you leave the house? What age? 21. Uh, was when I... Oh, you was a senior citizen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't move out until I was 21. Because uh, that's when I got my car and shit. Moved in with my best friend. Uh, we had uh, a falling out. Cause of like bills and shit like that, uh, I decided to leave, and then I moved back to my parents' house, stayed there until I started school back the next uh, semester, and then I stayed on campus, and now I'm back at home. Uh, but I feel like, given the fact, if I hadn't like gone back home and just had to be thrown out there. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta find my own shit. Uh, I think growing up that fast just would have been like depressing and uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I feel like those times for me were sad. Like, cause yeah. I'm like, what the fuck am I about to do? Yeah, like, it's like, what's next? Because it's like you just coming from high school, where you know, right. for most for most kids, you know, not there's a lot of kids that grew up in whole different situations. Oh, yeah. but yeah. most kids, you just coming from high school where the most you got to worry about is uh, not getting talked about, you know what I'm saying, at school. Right. Getting what, up on time. Getting up on time. <laughs> what, you know what I'm saying? What you going to wear? You trying to, what your outfits you going right. to wear? You right. You know what I'm saying? You know, for, uh, what, you know what I'm saying? What girl you trying to holler right. at? What, what, what dude think you cute? <laughs> right. You know, stuff like that's it. That's your words. <laughs> right. You know, that's your words. To having to jump instantly to, God damn, how I'm about to pay this uh this light bill. Right, right, right. Like, man, rent due and I got twenty dollars in my bank account. And that's a big jump. Right. And then what makes it worse is is that I don't feel I know, and I, I didn't say this on the podcast before, I know I wasn't properly equipped to go into the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know about bank accounts. I didn't know about yeah. credit cards. I didn't know about loans. I didn't know about you know, signing leases, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't know about none of that stuff. I didn't know about anything, you know. Right. I just literally learned on the fly everything. I didn't mess up a lot of bank accounts in my day. A lot. Like, I was so surprised that I was able to get one <laughs> last year, you know, when I, you know, finally said, you know, understood and, as in a, you know, finally had my adult mentality because, Kids, you know, it's crazy because we was there. At one, I was there one time. Y'all was there one time. Is that when you're, I say from the age of 14 to about 25, I say in that time span, it's like you kind of feel like you know everything. 
You you know, you feel like you got this. You know, I know this, I got this. But you don't know shit. So, you know, and people quick to say, you know, 17, 18, 19, oh, I'm an adult. You know, I'm grown. Nigga, no, you're not. Right. It's the beginning. Like, I didn't officially consider myself an adult because I'm about to be 34 this year. I didn't really consider myself an adult until I was about 31. Yeah, but I didn't consider myself an adult until my age now. I'm 26. Mm-hmm. But y'all are like late bloomers for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all mature later than us. I don't know what's up with that. Who's y'all? Men. Men. That's what she's trying to say. Men. But it's true. Am I like? In certain things, There's nothing yes. wrong with that, but that's just... That's in, certain, as, in certain things in life, yes, that, that's true. You know, especially when it comes to just a maturity level. Um, men do, you know, send develop later. But when I mean that I finally consider myself an adult, it wasn't a maturity level versus more of a financial level. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. You know, then a financial level. You know, I've always been, you know, I've been pretty mature. Yes, I have done my immature stuff and everything during my 20s. But financially to where I can be able to, Christmas time, hey, I'm sending money home. I'm buying gifts. You know, I don't have to, hey, my, can y'all help me pay my rent this month? Yeah, that's good. You know, I'm paying my bills on you know on time. I'm not sitting here stressed. You know, I can be able to, I can be able to come 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 to the store, buy a pair of shoes, and not think about man how I'm gonna eat the next two weeks. Right, right, right. You know, stuff like that. So it wasn't until I was said like I was about 31 when I was like, okay, that's not bad. Though. I'm getting a hold of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's just now it's at that level of where I'm okay. But now it's like, okay, let's get to that next let's level. To, yeah, yeah. Now let's get to that level of where I I got certain X amount of dollars in my bank account saved right, up. Right. We're talking about, you know, investing and you know, buying, you know, saying trying to buy a house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Now we're we're getting to that level, you know, saying of, of growing up. Yeah, but But it's yeah, no I, time I feel like it's no time. Like it's no age on it. Everybody's different. Some everybody's it's, different. It's a lot of successful people that start getting money later. In no, life. Uh, yeah, that's true. So I mean, it's really no. Some people before, some people. I think, but also too, I think when it comes for for men, men are more financial based when it comes to their their growth mm-hmm. versus I think women. Not saying that, of course, at the end of the day, women getting these bags. Probably better than men these days, <laughs> but I think men. When I don't it, feel it. It's a reason why any female should be broke. <laughs> oh, I, we, we can get to that. Yeah. <laughs> we can get to that. There's I, no reason. I'm tell you. Female. I'm tell you like this. I, I feel there's no reason why. I, there's a lot of things that, that I hear from from women that they shouldn't do. But before we get to that, I'm just saying like I think men financially um, look at it differently. You know, saying that's how they judge. Where okay, they where they are where they are in life. Oh, okay, okay. And where they want to be able to start doing different things. Like I think that's one of the biggest factors when it comes to marriage, when it comes to men. You know, a lot more men want to feel like they need to be at a certain level financially before they okay. even can commit in that type of way. Right. I agree. That type of way. But exactly what you about to bring up, I say this to my friends all the time. 
and I'm going to say this right here on this podcast. If you are having sex with a dude and you cannot call him to put gas in your car, it's something wrong with that situation. I don't have a problem helping my friends out. But if I know that you are laying up with somebody, I should not be the first phone call at <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning to come pick you up somewhere because right. you're drunk. Right. That should be the dude that you should be calling. Right. And if you cannot call him for any of them reasons, we got a problem. <laughs> uh, we got a problem with that. People sell themselves short. I feel like a lot of women do that. Sell themselves short. I don't know why. But a lot of women do. I don't know. A lot, I think, but a lot of people want, just kind of want people in their corner. So they're not really setting really any expectations for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, like some people will deal with the person just because they want them there. You know, not really making them, you know, like respect them. It's, you know, stuff like that. So that's why you get those cases where guys feel like they don't have to do nothing for her because she's not really, you know, asking for nothing, you know? Man, ask away. <laughs> that's how I'm I ask. Ask away. If he pounding that your guts, ask that away. Be no problem. No problem. But we coming we coming to the end of the other podcast. And before we uh get out of here. What I usually do, you know, uh, at the end, I usually ask my guests to either, you know, uh, talk about, you know, give the people any advice on uh, anything that you learned today or anything that you want to say. But what I've been doing lately, I'm switching it up. I want you to give me some advice (laughs) that you feel like can help me from either what we talked today or just anything in general. Um... If I could give any advice, I would say just be consistent with whatever you want to do. Believe in whatever you want to do. Um, Take your time with whatever, you know, like relationships and stuff, getting to know people. But um, do you. Do whatever makes you happy. What you got for me, bro? (laughs) I'm uh, I'm coming at you from the content creator side and stuff like that. For the podcast, because you know, I'm like I said, I do video and stuff like that. If you either hire a camera crew or you know, you just have the money to buy like two cameras, you can set up one right here. Uh, well, you can either set up one right here mm-hmm. and one behind your shoulder, um, facing the guest, so you can like put that on YouTube to kind of give a visual to your podcast. Uh, or like I said, hire a camera crew to record it. Like that would be a, a big thing. Yeah. Now, just say that. No, we do have visual. Yeah. I do have a YouTube channel. Okay. We do have visual. I just didn't do visual. To, I just didn't do yeah. visual today. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I was being lazy, and <laughs> I uh, didn't. You know, I, I was being lazy today, and so uh, that's my, you know, my personal fault yeah. on that one. I was being lazy this morning, and I didn't get it. You know, saying I didn't get it set up to do it. Also, too, um, you know, we're missing my. Uh, I do have a co-host on the uh-huh. show. She was able to make it this morning, um, 
So, Shay, you full of shit. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, we still love you. And she'll be back next week uh, on the podcast. So, I want to thank y'all for coming. I appreciate it. You know, I uh, hope y'all enjoy the rest of y'all trip here, even though it's uh, going to be raining the next five I days. just knew that it was going <laughs> to be sunny and beautiful. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh. this is like, I think this is, they said this is probably like the last, you know, like our last rain. Oh, okay. we, you know, you, in the summertime, it never rains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah when it I never rains in the summer. So this is like the last, like, rain that we get until, like, next December, January. I bet. So, like I said, thank y'all for coming. Uh, what else? Oh, the comedy, I forgot that. Comedy Heights, San Diego, April 10th and 11th. From what I know, it's still going down. So all my San Diego people that's come, that wants to come out to the shows, that's still popping off. Um, and if anything changed, I will let y'all know. Also, too, the website for the merchandise will be back up real soon. So y'all be able to get to be able to go in there and get your hoodies and T-shirts and everything. So that's another episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit. I'll holler at y'all next week. Bye. All right, y'all.